Hallelujah. Lord God, we give you praise. We give you honor and we give you glory. Father, we just thank you tonight, oh God, to be able to open up our hearts to you, oh God, to receive another level of your word, to receive another level of your truth, oh God. Father, we just thank you tonight for you called us the branches, oh God, branches that bear fruit, your fruit, God, your kind of fruit, your kind of life, your kind of faith, Father. We thank you tonight that we walk in the sincerity of your spirit, oh God. We walk worthy of bearing your spirit because of Jesus. He's made us righteous, oh God. He's made us righteous and we receive our righteousness tonight, oh God. We receive our righteousness tonight of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We receive it in the name of Jesus that we may receive your word boldly in our lives, that we might know what you're saying to us today, that you might be delivering through us today, oh God, that you might might be building in us today or that you might be manifested that your glory might be seen and revealed through us oh god and we thank you lord for that is our desire for your glory to be revealed through the sons and the daughters of god your glory oh god be revealed not our glory but your glory be revealed through us Father, we just thank you and we give you praise for your word explains so much to us. It explains so much more to us when our hearts are open, oh God, and wanting to receive the truth. Father, we just thank you for the freedom that you've given us, to, given us, oh God, through your spirit. We receive that freedom tonight for in that freedom is truth. And in that truth, oh God, you have set us free, free to live, free to live from shame, free to live from guilt free to live from sin, free to live in you, in that abundant life, in that abundant life, free to live, oh God. Hallelujah, Lord God, your yoke is easy and your burdens are light and we just thank you tonight, oh God. We thank you tonight that you've yoked us to your word. You've yoked us to your truth. You've yoked us, oh God, that we'll walk in that abundant life. We'll walk without fear. We'll walk knowing, oh God, that we're walking with you. We're walking alongside you, Father, for you are with us. You are with us. And we thank you, Lord, that you are with us. Hallelujah. You are with us, oh God. And we just thank you. Our ears and our hearts are attended to your word. Our hearts and our ears are attended to your sound, oh God. Waiting to hear, oh God. Waiting to hear your word, your truth, oh God. To follow therein, oh God. Every decision, every need, oh God. We declare that it is provided by you. It is satisfied by you. Everything that we need is satisfied by you, oh God. For we walk in that freedom of knowing the truth of the kingdom of God and all that comes along with it, Father. We just thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. Hallelujah, Father. We just thank you, Lord, for your word has healed. Your word has delivered, oh God. Your word, oh God. And we thank you tonight for your word, oh God. You've given that word to us, oh God, that we can receive our healing. As we receive the word, oh God, we receive our healing. As we receive the word, we receive our freedom. As we receive the word, we receive clarity. As we receive the word, oh God, we receive you. We receive you, oh God. Hallelujah. You and your word are one. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And as your word is manifested in us, O God, you are being revealed unto us. And we thank you for that revelation knowledge. We thank you for that revelation truth. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. Hallelujah. I thank the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. For he is worthy to be praised. Come on. He's worthy of the honor. He's worthy of the glory. Hallelujah. And we look to him for all things, huh? All things do we look unto the Father. All things. Hallelujah. There's a few scriptures tonight that the Lord has given to us. Hallelujah. Sons and daughters thriving in the kingdom of God. Jeremiah 33 and three but i'm gonna go up to that second verse tonight it says thus saith the lord the maker thereof the lord that formed it to establish it the lord is his name call upon him and he will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not in serving our lord in serving our god come on call upon him a lot of times we say we don't know what to do we don't know how to work it we don't know how to fix it we don't know how to turn it we don't know what to do but he said call upon me call upon my name huh call upon me and i will answer you and i will show you great and mighty things Come on, I will show you great and mighty things. And that comes with us putting our trust. That comes with us putting our hope in him and only in him. Not in man, not in this world system, but trusting in God. And as we begin to focus on him, when we set our affections on God, I'm telling you, he begins to show us truth. He begins to show us the truth. And when we begin to focus on that truth, come on, we receive faith. Faith comes as we begin to focus on the truth of God. When we begin to focus on the will of God, faith comes because we're focused on the truth. We're focused on the truth of what God has said, what God said he's going to do and what he's done. Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Come on, that part right there. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you. And when we say, what is my purpose? You say, what, what, what did the Lord send me here for? What is my purpose? He says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Don't ever think you were born without a purpose. Don't ever think that God don't have a plan for your life. There is a plan for you. There is a purpose for you. You need to be here. You need to be here. We need to focus on the things that God is wanting to establish in and through us that we might be a blessing. Come on. He's made us a blessing in the earth. Each and every one of us were created to be a blessing. If we could just focus on that. Everybody has a part to play. No one was born for nothing. Everybody was born with a purpose, with a part to play in this thing. Come on. In God's purpose, in God's plan, in God's will. For he knows the thoughts that he thinks towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil 
thoughts of peace and not of evil. Even with some of the times when trouble comes and it seems as if it's, a, it's like of the devil and it's truly, this cannot be God. No, God is not thinking of the thoughts of evil towards us, but of peace. That means that when trouble comes, the Lord said there's peace in the midst of that trouble. There's peace in there, but you won't find it if you don't, if you don't ever get out of peace. You see the things that God is doing in our lives, the things that God is bringing about in our lives. Sometimes it takes the opposite to come in order for us to be able to see what God is saying. When God speaks peace, you won't know peace if there wasn't no trouble. You won't understand what peace is all about if there wasn't any trouble. God allows things to come about, to come up, come alive in our lives only that he might get the glory out of it. When we begin to focus on God and only what he's saying and the truth that he's given us, when trouble comes, we know exactly what to look for. We know exactly what to believe in. We know exactly what to do. We do not get lost because the Lord said, I've come to give you peace. Even though there's evil out there, I've come to give you peace. If you literally begin to suck the life out of that trouble that has come into your life and begin to receive the peace of God, come on, there's life even in that mess. God is there. God is with us. Even when we're in a mess, God is with us. Begin to pull the peace that is within that trouble. There's peace there. It's God's peace. God will show up. God will show up. I'm telling you, when trouble comes, God comes. You're not waiting for him to get there. You're not hoping that he comes and save you. I'm telling you, when you go in the fire, he's in the fire. When you have trouble, he's in the trouble. You got to know that everything that exists, everything that is, it's in God. God can shut it down just like that. But let God use some of the stuff that comes in our lives so he can get glory out of your life. Allow God to get the glory out of your life even when you're in trouble. Even when you begin to seek his faith. Even when you begin to run after him. Don't run after him hoping that he can do a thing. You know he can do it. Why? Because I'm crying unto the Lord of my salvation. I'm crying unto the Lord of my salvation. I'm not crying unto a God that's thinking about helping me. But I'm crying unto a God that said that he will. That he will take care of me. That he will provide for me. Come on, we got to know this. We got to know this about the God that we serve. We got to know why we love him so much and why he loves us even more. We got to know this. He knows the thoughts that he thinks towards you. They're totally thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you an expected end. If we hold fast to knowing that the Lord says, I'm giving you thoughts of peace, we will see the outcome. What was it about Jesus? He was able to endure hardship as a good soldier. He endured the cross because of the joy that was set before him. When we think about the expected end, come on, receive the joy of the Lord for the joy of the Lord is our strength. And as we begin to receive the joy of the Lord, the expected end, that which God is desired to get out, that which God is desired for the transformation to take place in your life, it begins pull on the joy of the Lord. When you're in that place, 
pull on the joy of the Lord. Begin to, be, uh, hey, create a praise break in the midst of it. Create a praise break in the midst of your troubles because the joy of the Lord is your strength. And when you begin to praise God, when you begin to worship God, you pull in a manifested glory, not saying God is not there because he is there. But when you begin to praise, when you begin to worship, you are acknowledging, come on now, you are acknowledging that God is in there. You are acknowledging that he is greater than the trouble that you can go through. You are acknowledging. You see, when we focus on the truth and we begin to act on the truth, come on, we are acknowledging hmm, that we got a God that cannot fail. We have a God that has provided it for us already. We just look unto him. We look unto him because he is the author and the finisher of our faith. And when we focus on the truth, faith comes. And I'm talking about a finishing faith, a faith that will manifest, a faith that works, a faith that comes forth. Hallelujah, the faith of God. We thank God for his faith, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Come on, there's something about the righteousness of God. And he said that we are the righteousness of God. He's clothed us in his righteousness. He's crowned us with his glory. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness in all these things, what these worldly things, these earthly things, what your needs, your wants. All of these things shall be added. Why? Because we're seeking the ways of God. We're seeking the kingdom, the way God do things. We're seeking the way God get things. We're seeking the way God provide things. We're seeking what God has made in us and that which belongs to us. You got to know what's yours. You got to know what belongs to you. And in seeking the kingdom, you find your way. You find what belongs to you. And no one can stop you from receiving that which belongs to you. I love that part. Because when we begin to seek the kingdom, we're seeking the kingdom on our own behalf. Come on. This is a time for you to be yeah, selfish. Yes, we're being selfish. We're seeking the kingdom. Because look here. I can't help nobody if I can't help myself. I can't save nobody if I can't save myself. I got to know how to get in this word. I got to know how to study this word. I got to know how to run after God. I can't tell no one about God's love until I experience God's love. That is our story. Come on, we got to preach the gospel. We got to preach about the love of God. We got to preach to knowing that God loves us. Over in Romans 2 and 4, it even talks about the goodness of the Lord. It even talks about why God waits. Because, you know, we sit back sometimes and we want people to be punished for what they do. But the love of God, the righteousness of God, it judges righteously. It judges righteous. And we are the righteousness of God. We got to get built up in his righteousness. We got to get built up in his goodness. We got to get built up in him. And that's knowing the kingdom of God. Seek ye first 
this is not something that comes overnight. This is not something that you read in the Bible. You get one part revelation. Then you begin to walk in it as if you got this whole thing down the pat. I'm telling you. This word here transforms us daily. It transforms our mind. It transforms our life daily to know God's kingdom, to know God's will, to know God's purpose for our lives. Over in Romans 2 and 4, it says, Or despisest thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and longsuffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth to repentance. God is so good. He is so good to us. And his desire to show his goodness towards us is that we might see his goodness, that we might see his greatness, that we might see his long suffering. He's waiting. He's enduring. Come on. He's enduring us because he has a purpose and a plan. I don't know how many of y'all have children out there. There's desires that you want for your children. And you have to wait for that desire to take place. You have to wait to see the change in that child's life. We can't be wishy-washy. We got to be steadfast, unmovable, abounding in the works of God, loving, sharing, caring, come on, giving. We got to share in this place of God, of, of forbearing one another, long suffering, showing that goodness of God. We got to be rich in his goodness. We are not the judge. We are not to judge one another, but we are to love one another. God shows his goodness that it might lead to repentance. But if you're sitting there judging another man, being nasty to another man, come on. What goodness is God getting out of that? What makes a man want to repent? What part of your conversation makes a man want to give his life to the Lord? That's seeking the kingdom. That's knowing God's way of doing things, how to love, how to serve. Come on. In the kingdom of God, we got to know God's way of doing things. God is a righteous judge, a righteous judge. And when we go, when we go after the kingdom, when we go after the things that God said he'll show us, when we go after those things, I'm telling you that through this process, there is a dying in us. There is, there is a say, uh, us giving up things that we usually do. There's some letting go to receive the goodness of God, to receive the greatest gift of all. There's some letting go because we say we know God. We say we have him in our lives. We say that he is our God, but yet and still we walk as if we have no God. We walk as if we have no faith. But we say that we have God. Hmm. We have to really check ourselves. What are we doing? What are we seeking? What are we going after? What is our heart's desire? Is it to know the Lord? Is it to walk in his truth? Is he your all in all? Is he your all in all? These are the seeking God first. This is the going after God first. Going after God first. That is God's desire that we get to know who he is, what he's provided, what he wants to do. We got to know it. There's not, look, the word even talks about us as we give our lives unto the Lord. As if we're forsaking ourselves, as if God is not blessing us. He said, no man 
will give his life for me now and and he will receive and not receive in a a reward now god is gonna bless you now and you're giving your life to him there's blessings in him and you're sacrificing your life as a living sacrifice not a dead sacrifice but a living sacrifice that you're giving your living life your life that you can live you're sacrificing it and you're giving it to the lord that his will might take place that his purpose might take place come on your desires are in there your wants are in there god is blessing us even while we're sacrificing our time even as we're sacrificing our things god is blessing us he's blessing us right now we're not waiting on the blessing he's blessing us right now as we begin to do the things of god as we begin to yield ourselves unto god god is blessing us in the process as well you're never never without god you're never doing something and someone is taking advantage or you're losing you're never losing when it comes to the things of god when god asks anything from us he's already shown look he's given it to us everything he's asked from us he's already given it to us he's not asking for something from us that he has not already given to us even when it comes to the the blessing of someone he's blessed you that you might be a blessing even when it comes to the healing he's placed his anointing in your life that healing might take place through your life when people watch you see you they should be able to see the glory of God. Why? Because I'm seeking the kingdom. I'm going after the things of God. I'm wanting the glory of God to be revealed more than my glory. And as we begin to do the will of God, come on, he's providing for us. He's taking care of us. And we have to know this. We have to know this. 1 John 4 and 4 says, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. We receive God's Spirit today. We receive God's Spirit today to know the kingdom to know his righteousness to know the greatness of who he is on the inside of us how is it that we've overcome this world the word says it we we've overcome them we've overcome the spirits of this world we've overcome the troubles of this world we've overcome these things because greater is he I'm telling you, when trouble comes, greater is he that is in you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. He said, I've come to give you peace. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. See, we've received God's spirit. We receive God's life. And we have to know that they in that life 
in that life is our expected end. In that life is our healing. In that life is our deliverance. And it's not in our flesh. It's in our spirit. We've received a new spirit. It's in our spirit. And when we allow that spirit to come forth, when we allow the things of God to come forth in our lives, manifest yourself. That we might see you, Lord God. That we might know you. That we might know the freedom that you brought to us. That we might know the abundance of freedom that you brought to us. That life, that abundant life that you brought to us to share in this life. To receive in this life. Not in the life to come, but to receive in this life. Your greatness we receive in this life. As we literally walk with you, oh God, we receive your greatness through the Holy Spirit in our lives. Every step we take, we receive it now. Every life, hallelujah, every life that's out there that we begin to pray for, oh God, that we begin to speak life over, Father, we speak life, your life. Your life over those lives. Your life over those lives. Hallelujah. We declare your greatness, oh God, because you saved us. You've delivered us, oh God. All we got to do is receive it. You've saved us. You've delivered us. All we got to do is receive it. And Lord, we receive your life. We receive Holy Spirit. We receive Holy Spirit tonight. We receive him. Hallelujah. We receive him. Hallelujah, to be our truth. To be our truth. Hallelujah. 1 John 3, 5 through 8. 1 John 3, 5 through 8. And ye know that he was manifested to take away our sins. And in him is no sin. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. And whosoever sinneth has not seen him, neither known him. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. And we declare tonight that the works of the devil has been destroyed because of the blood of Jesus. Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin for his seed remaineth in him and he cannot sin because he's born of God. He's born of God. Hallelujah, Father. We receive our new spirit. We receive Holy Spirit tonight. And we receive the work of Holy Spirit tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We are going to be some worthy branches that are going to bear some awesome fruit. Bear some awesome fruit. Why? Because we've called upon the name of the Lord. We went after the things of God, knowing his purpose and his plan for our lives. We receive the righteousness of God. We receive the spirit of the Lord. We receive his wisdom, his knowledge, his understanding, his counsel, his might. And we receive the fear of the Lord. Hallelujah. We receive the fear of the Lord. Glory to God. To know your greatness, God. To know your greatness in us. 
and why we fear you, why we love you so much, why we praise you so much, oh God. We receive that tonight. We receive that tonight, a righteous branch, a righteous branch that seeks you, that abides in you, huh? That oh, worships you. Glory to God, worships you. Hallelujah, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.